0: Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. I've been a film critic for 20 years now. You can find all of my written work there at that website. I'm approaching 3,800 film reviews and you can read them all at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I'm going to be reviewing Triple Nine. It's an action thriller rated R because of strong violence and language throughout. It does contain some drug use and nudity, and it runs an hour and 55 minutes. Chilatel Ejiofor, Anthony Mackie, Casey Affleck, Clifton Collins Jr., Aaron Paul, Kate Winslet, Woody Harrelson, Norman Reedus, Gal Gadot, and Teresa Palmer are in the film. It's directed by John Hillcote, and the screenplay is by first-timer Matt Cook. The movie is about a group of five ex-special ops guys who are now working in Atlanta as criminals, but the most novel thing about the situation is that some of them are also cops... As their day job, the film opens up with the group perpetrating an elaborate bank heist in order to get the contents of a specific safety deposit box for a powerful Russian slash Israeli mafia. The men are told that this is the last operation that they're indebted to do, but it's apparently not enough for what that mafia needs. And they coerce these men to put their lives on the line one more time to extract some data, this time from a highly guarded government building the Department of Homeland Security building that will be a magnet for all police in the area to respond to if they get the call. The men know that it's far from a typical smash and grab operation. So they decide what they need to do is to buy some time to keep those cops at bay. And the only sure way to do that is to stage a triple nine, which is the police code for officer down. Once the triple nine is in play, that's going to shake up the hornet's nest of police while they go in themselves and do the heist with some leeway. Now, as you heard from my intro, Triple Nine has an all-star cast of mostly macho actors, along with Kate Winslet as well, in a kind of a mob boss role. It does have a lot of shifting perspectives between the cops and the crooks, and these kinds of things will call immediately to mind, at least in some viewers' minds, such other crime thrillers like Michael Mann's Heat... Martin Scorsese's The Departed and Antoine Fuqua's Training Day. This is directed by John Hillcote, an Australian director who's had a lot of critical acclaim with some of his films in the past, like The Road and The Proposition. However, Triple Nine might be a little bit too crammed with characters and a lot of plot motivations for the confines of a film that's running under two hours in length. We do benefit from having recognizable actors in the roles, given how many characters we're supposed to keep track of, so we are able to differentiate them, even if we're not given a lot of backstory about them. Still, this is a film that could have used a bit of streamlining in its script and could have excised some of the depictions of the home lives and the familial side characters that are in the film to make sure that the plot stays potent and on point. Either this, or it really should have been an eight-hour series for a premium cable channel like HBO, maybe another season of True Detective, although you probably wouldn't want Woody Harrelson in it again because his role is very different here. At least in a miniseries, we'd be able to flesh out the characters and their motivations fully and understand what's going on at all times, unlike what we get here. Triple Nine does get some decent performances from his cast. The always excellent edgy of Four is great as the team leader Michael, and we have uh, really good performances by Anthony Mackey playing the Crooked Cop, and the clean cut cop is played by Casey Affleck, and I think that they give one of their better performances in support, especially when we see Mackey and Affleck on screen together. We can see the real conflict there, and I think that had that been fleshed out a little bit better, we would get a, a much more cohesive film. Aaron Paul, he's a loose cannon ex-cop whose actions just might undo the tight-knit criminal unit, and Woody Harrelson, who plays the morally dubious police sergeant who's in charge of investigating the bank job, they fare a little less favorably playing caricatures that seem a little bit too cartoonish to believe in a film that supposedly plays in the real world. Kate Winslet's involvement is a curiosity given how little screen time that's afforded to her. What little is there for her to do in the role when she does appear on the screen other than to deliver an accent that's not dissimilar to the one that she would get an Academy Award nomination for in Steve Jobs is... Kind of leaves you wondering why an actress of her stature would really even bother with the role this menial. In a smaller role, Gal Gadot, who's going to be playing Wonder Woman in the Batman vs. Superman movie coming out, is requisite eye candy. But the role as a mother to Ejiofor's child doesn't really necessitate anybody of her supermodel looks to inhabit Even with the All-Star cast, what actually makes the film come to life from time to time are those exciting action sequences. Although I do think that those action sequences peak early because the bank heist at the beginning of the film represents the best of the set pieces by far, especially once it goes into car chase mode downtown. That's all really exciting. A lot of practical stunts are involved and a lot of real locales. So, you know, when it, when it does actually commit to the action and the thrills, Those components are there. I just wish we had a little bit more time with these characters to let them build up and make make us actually care when they get into mortal peril. I do think that the real problem with the film is not the thrills, it's not the action, it's not the quality of the actors who are all very good, so much as it is the piecemeal nature of the script itself. The script by first-timer Matt Cook seems to be cobbled together from a smorgasbord of bigger and better crime thrillers like the ones I mentioned at the beginning of this review. The ending of the film also is a particular letdown. It features some contrived situations that don't quite add up, at least the way that they're displayed here, and then it throws to credits without much of an epilogue to mull over, and it just kind of leaves you on a flat note. Triple Nine's neither as good as the aforementioned crime classics or as bad as, say, in recent years, David Ayer's similarly premised film, Sabotage, which is also set in Atlanta, coincidentally. But I think that few viewers outside of those who regularly feast on typical cop slash crook action thrillers will find it worth their time and money to take in. So, despite... The fact that I do recognize that the script is not that good. I did like the performances. I do like these actors. I really enjoyed a lot of the action set pieces and some of the thriller elements. I do think that they could have turned in a real Cracker Jack film, maybe with a little bit more time given to these characters, like I said, in a miniseries on TV. Or if they would have streamlined some of the extraneous characters out, certainly they could have actually used maybe 20 to 25 minutes of scenes they didn't really need in order to bolster the main characters and make us care a little bit more when they go into that big battle sequence toward the end and I would have probably thought that this would be one of the better thrillers of the year, but as it stands, I do think that it does deliver for those people who like action thrillers, and I'm going to give it three stars out of four, and three stars on my scale means that if you like the genre, if you like action thrillers, I think that you will get enough here to justify your time and find it entertaining. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button, and you'll continue to get my podcast downloaded to your podcast player on a mostly daily basis. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes, and you like the show, I definitely hope that you'll leave a review. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name of the show. Until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you go to the movies.